0: Welcome back to the Core Life Podcast. My name is Oscar McGuire, and this is season three, episode 16. 15, wasn't it? 16. I just told you it was You said 15. S- the, the last one was 15. Oh, okay. Episode but with 16. me is Eric, <laughs> my other uh, guest host. Hello, guys. Um, Welcome back. A lot of people liking the whole Caesar, then Eric, and then Caesar, and eventually they're going to be in the podcast together. Um, like a couple. I probably won't be there. I'm just gonna have the two co-hosts, like guys co hosts There you go. Go at it. It's like kind of like the Dave Chappelle, <laughs> like he was gone for like like, like a season, and then like like fucking uh, Charlie Murphy and the other guy was like doing the the show out him. But um, yeah, no, thank you guys again for the support. Um, the last couple episodes where I've done with Caesar and done with Eric have been really great. I feel like a lot of people like that. Um, I'm having the same familiar voices. Uh, and I feel like that makes people, you know, be more comfortable rather than like different topic, different guests. That still will like, happen.
1: Sh- like stranger danger, you know?
0: Yeah, like who the fuck is talking? Um that'll probably still happen, but it all depends on the the topic of the episode. When it's more general I I realize that I I wanna do an episode by myself, but I I mean, who the fuck am I talking to? So I'd rather talk to someone. <laughs> you know. Um it's actually the first time I've recorded back in my house in a while. I feel like I've been going to other people's houses. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been doing that. Other than that, I mean, so we're back at my own crib at the studio. The crib. Um, I'm eating a Hot Pocket because me and Eric just got out of work and I haven't eaten anything. So if I, you hear myself burning my, my mouth, that's what's happening. Um, But this episode's a little bit more serious than the previous episodes. Uh, we're going to talk about confidence, um, self-doubt, you know, throughout college or... In your early, young adult life. And just, like, motivation or, like, different ways to, like, keep it moving, you know? I feel you, man. I feel like right now we're in the time where we can only support ourselves. And for some people, that's not enough. I know I've definitely been in in those places, especially in college. Um, What's up with you, Eric? Well... You made a good point. I feel
1: like right now we're in an age where most of us are going to be failing a lot. Yeah. Failing a lot. And that's going to take a toll in our in our motivation, our confidence. Our ego. and our ego. I, I mean, know. yeah, for sure. But I feel like we have to overcome that and just really just accept the fact that we're going to be failing a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's just a way of adulting. Nowadays,
0: at least. Yeah. I- uh, Go ahead. What? And so, like, the point is, like, um, this episode was inspired by this speech that Tyler G- Creator gave out earlier, I'm assuming earlier this week, where he accepted an award and he felt like his whole time he was, like, how a lot of people didn't, like, believe in him. And he felt like a stepchild. I feel like a lot of millennials right now feel like a stepchild of society. Especially, I- especially like, in, like our career path we really want to take oh, yeah. into, you know? Yeah. So, you and me both started off college thinking we're going to do something. Hell yeah. And we're right now on the path where we're not doing what we originally started doing. it. So, when I first started college, I was going for physics. Right? I like physics. I still enjoy physics. But I couldn't concept the, like the, the theoretical shit, which obviously that's like half of physics. So, I changed it up to engineering. Um, ended up with an associate's in engineering, but I enjoy talking to more people, and I enjoy selling. So now I'm in the car industry, selling cars, and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the past five years before I did this, I felt like I was in a uh, identity crisis. Yeah, yeah. Where like I, I was like I was com- I was fake confident about what I wanted to do. Until the last couple months, where I'm like, yeah, you know, trying to get my life together.
1: Yeah, I mean, being your friend, and being in the group chat, you you, you threw a lot of ideas at us. You're oh yeah, like, Yo, I'm gonna try to do this. I'm gonna try to do this. And it's just like try to be a cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can like, we're all thinking like Oscar is like, he's in this crisis right now. Like he's, he's not sure. He feels I felt like you felt rushed in the way. But like, like, you need a, a career already.
0: I. What always want my life to feel rushed? Mm. Like I want things happen now. Maybe that's why you want to be a cop. Not anymore. But um, like I was just like you know going through like oh, I can do this, I can do that. I'm qualified for this. I can mm-hmm. you know, you know. And I, the meme is always that like you have a degree, but you're still gonna get paid fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> or you have a degree and you need like three years of experience. A master's degree and you know
1: all that shit. I feel you. I feel like I'm 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 on that boat right now too, trying to try and figure out what I want to do with my life. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, like you said, we both went to college straight out of high school, having this concept. I want to be a music teacher originally. I was having, I guess, not an identity crisis, but more of a interest, lack of interest of if I want to be a teacher or not. Fuck them kids. Yeah, basically. <laughs> promise to everybody that's a teacher right now. Shout out to all the teachers. And going to the career path, of being a teacher, because that is one hell of a field underappreciated yeah. underpaid but um i don't know in, in music education i was i wasn't sure if i wasn't going to be enjoying teaching in the classroom however i can see myself doing that for the next 30 years 30 plus years you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: i realized i enjoyed playing more so i dropped my education degree and just majored graduate music i graduated music I have an idea exactly what I was gonna do. I was thinking of going to masters right away. But this is where, like, I guess self doubt was coming. Cause, like, going to college, I was confident with my playing skills, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, East Aurora standards, (laughs) you know. Um, Never taking prior lessons, you know, teaching myself music. I felt confident with my skills that I had obtained. Going to college, that's when I started kicking my ass with, like, music theory, oral skills, all that, sh- all that stuff, like, music-based, you get to nitty-gritty, all that shit. Um, I started being doubtful, not on my skills, per se, but on just my knowledge of music, you know? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I killed it when I was in the jazz department, motivated by my instructor. He said, I could make it if I wanted to do that. It was motivating, and I liked that, and that gave me more confidence at that point.
0: In high school or in college? In, in college.
1: college. You know, just getting that, you know, someone who's had his career in jazz. Yeah. Who's a professional musician gets paid for that. You know, that's freaking awesome. I would love to do that. Graduating out of college, you know, feeling a little lost because it's just like, I just graduated with music. It's just like, what the fuck, you know? Uh, this, the all three, three and a half years, or three and a third of a year, you know? Um, it was all on education stuff. So I have all this educational knowledge. But not a career in education, you know, and not not enough. Uh, I think in performance wise, you know, where I should have gone, I should have taken composition lessons. With my free time, I should have done um, practicing more of my oral skill stuff. I should have taken up more instruments, you know. Should wire kid again, no, fuck that shit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> going to school, man. I don't want to talk about that.
1: <laughs> but um, graduate college, thinking about going master. So you got,
0: so you got the, you got the, the what ifs. Like, what if I did take this? Yeah. What if I did take that? What if yeah. I, rather than take a nap, I should have... Exactly. You know, YouTube a video. Like, I feel like we all have those what-if moments where, like, what if I, you know, didn't eat this bagel? I would have been, like, five pounds lighter. Or, like, for me, it's like, what if I didn't kill a thirty rack of Rolling Rock and I'm... i got, like, right where I'm at, where, like, I'm, like, fucking 220 pounds. A fucking White Castle Crave case, you know? <laughs> I, I, no, I, no, I'm more of a Taco Bell person. Okay. But... No, like, you, like, I feel like you explained that very well, where, like, you, and then the same thing with me, like, I have all this engineering, sorry, that's a the hot pocket. That's um, <laughs> I have all this, like, engineering, and now I'm in sales. Like, I feel in, you. In, in selling, yeah. in the selling market. Um, and I'm like, what if I was, I went to business school? What if I, like, just graduated? Exactly. With, like, because... The economy is something I'm very passionate about. It's like, what if I should have just focused on Mm -hmm. economics or whatever? Like, you know, everyone has their, you know, their what ifs. Like, a lot of people that went straight from high school and did, like, into the working force. Like, what if they went to college? college? Or what if they chose a different trait, you know? I feel like, especially now, millennials, and even the Gen Z kids, they're they're having a lot of what ifs moment. Um, The boomers. Fuck the boomers. Um, They... (laughs) You know they they probably had their own struggles, you know, communism and all that shit, mm-hmm. but um their what if moments I feel like would have been different than ours oh most definitely yeah, like there's I feel like the economy you know has that inflation, our stress level also got inflated, I mean, yeah, I
1: mean, you don't yeah. see them being like thirty thousand sixty thousand dollars hundred thousand dollars in debt for school. You know, We're out of the back, where we are, you know. Yeah, it's just it hits you hard afterwards, and, it, and it, it's funny because I guess I'm having like a, a quarter life crisis, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Because it's just like I see, you know, acquaintances of mine from high school who went to college and then now they have a career,
0: yeah, and, in they're, kill- and they're killing it,
1: and nursing, so like that, you know, they're, they're living their life, that's what they want to do, and it's just like, damn, like, what am I doing that's wrong? Like, why am I fucking up, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's, like, self-doubt at that point. But it's funny because I have, like, spurts of confidence and motivation. And then I have bursts of, like, fucking self-doubt. And it's just like, no, I can't do this anymore. So I'm going back to school at Bonzi to get a certificate for sound engineering. Because uh, that's a whole different pathway, you know, of music from what I originally had an, uh, yeah. an idea of, you know, like performance or education. That's the only thing that came to mind. And composition. And engineering sort of and producing. Yeah. I'm going to like the tech, technological stuff, which is pretty cool. And my professor, he's really he's really motivating. Like yeah, I remember one day after class he he asked me this question, he's like like so why are you here? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, What do you want to do with your life? I was like, Damn, that's deep, man. Chill dog. Like- I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> um then he found out I had a bachelor's in music and yeah. he's like, okay. So and it was awesome because he was telling me like dude like, like he, he asked, started asked me questions like that he was giving me suggestions at schools in Chicago for like music production and stuff like that yeah um he was telling me like yeah like with technology stuff like that if you go this path I mean it's inevitable technology's gonna be the main thing or yeah' it's the we'll forward. Right know exactly yeah. With music and stuff like that, especially like video games and stuff like that film commercials, podcasts like that people will are need sound engineering for that, you know that's what just... And it's you know. pretty cool because he, he, he honestly told me, he's like, you know, if you do playing Game Masters, consider a composition because I can make music for video games. It's going to be fucking cool, you know? As
0: a, like, a freelancer, you're yeah. like,
1: like, hey, I'll and, do this a little bit. And it was so motivating because like, this is something that I didn't even think about. I could have fucking easily thought about this, but my mind was so just... Tunneled vision. Exactly. On yeah. performance. It's just like, I love performing. Don't get me wrong. If I can perform as a career but then this self-doubt comes along because it's just like there's fucking way better players you know how committed am i to this and we started talking about that too and it's like people who obviously do performance commit their entire life for that yeah and it's just like i don't think i can do that fully i don't have free time i want to like have a family for the most part a lot of performance people don't mm-hmm. have families because obviously they're traveling a lot you know they're playing yeah um and also with like just a career of music too um stability comes to mind. So oh, like bro, the only that's stable, a, you know. That's the most hard that's the that's hardest the shit that
0: I've I've gone through in the past like six months is where like if I wanna commit myself into this like then I'm especially now that I'm living with someone, mm-hmm. I'm just like if I fuck up just once, it'll fuck both of us. That's bro. what I'm saying. You know? And it's like especially like if you're going to music or
1: any like arts like that, you yeah. really gotta push hard, hard, Performing. hard as far. Yeah. You can get rejected so many fucking times, and that's gonna that's gonna attack your freaking confidence. But Man, you really you gotta know, be like, yeah, you, you gotta be you know? strong with that. And that's something that like in a way honestly scares me because just like, am I ready for this? Do I really want to do this? You know, I love music, and I would love to do it as a you know career path. But
0: I think about this the stability, and it's just like. I really gotta think it through, you know. So you mentioned something that I I've also been thinking and I also obviously everyone uh especially you if you're like you know in the Roar area mm-hmm. of listeners, we all have mutual friends on Facebook, we all have mutual followers on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, one thing is like one thing that I've always resonated with me as a lyric, I think it was one of um Nick Mills, um, and one of his new songs in his new album, he says, Don't count the money in your homies' wallet. And I just thought about that. It's like, I for a long time would be like, Damn, like these people are the same age as me, I graduated at the same time. Like in high school, I, was, I might have been smarter, I might have been a little ahead, but then they made up for it and put in the work. Mm-hmm. Then during the time I was fucking partying mm-hmm. and and fradding out, um, and now they're ahead ahead of me, mm-hmm. in a way, quote unquote, ahead of me. Yeah, um, and I, that that me out so hard, especially you know throughout our friend group, that you know, we got our boy Gigi out there saving lives in, in, the, in the in the medical field. Yeah, and for a long time, just like dog, this dude's in, in the fucking. Going to med school, my boy Marco's out here, you know. Got a new job. Got a yeah, new job company, you know. Just like, and, I'm, and so for a while I was just like, Fuck bro, like I'm behind. Exactly. I gotta catch up. And but but and I, I thought about it, I'm pretty sure I had this conversation with Danielle. I was just like, No. Like, we're just doing things differently. Like, I'm either and it's not like I'm taking it slow or anything, but I'm building parts of my life. And later on, I'll go back and and focus on the other ones, you know like mm-hmm. i like it's not like a, a main of oh, I wanna do this now and 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 i'm just not, I'm gonna forget about this later. It's like I'm gonna do this now and then get back to it later, mm-hmm. you know like so savings account, you know retirement funds, I'm thinking about that now, yeah, and I'm not thinking about going on vacations. That would piss me off. A lot of people go to vacation. So <laughs> like, Man, I'm trying to go to vacation. Hey, they're having fun, you know. Yeah,
1: but like, like you said, everyone's learning their lives differently. Um, Cause I started my four hundred one k two where I'm at, and it's interesting because, like, you know, okay, I'm starting a retirement fund, whatever, and health insurance and shit like that, you know. But um, yeah, no, because it's, it's it's very hard not to compare yourself to other people. It's very hard because you see what they're doing, and then you're like,
0: especially if we all come from the same background. Exactly, you it's know? just
1: like did I did I choose the right field to study? You know, is that is that thing?
0: And I also want to point out, especially if we're from you know East Aurora or or a minority community, is that especially if you went to college, you're gonna feel like you weren't prepared. Oh yeah. Especially if you were one of the smartest kids, like one of the smart kids, you feel like. Like what the fuck Like I didn't know this shit mm-hmm. Like Or I don't remember This being taught yeah. You know In my Whatever class Um It goes back to the same place Where like We didn't have the same resources Almost oh, definitely Like like you said You didn't do private lessons I'm pretty sure those A lot of like Kids in up North Central Did have private lessons Right Yeah So like You know We didn't have the same resources But yet We're in the same place Exactly To me I I always, I got I got this one kid. It was I remember I was in English class, my freshman year, and this kid was like fucking going off about like how like he he had tutors and all this shit. Like he done he done like he got great score and, and his ACTs and boy motherfucker, we still in the same class. We're in <laughs> dog, like exactly. why, aren't, why aren't you at like you know I I believe score high exactly. end like I was like, yeah. bro, you in NIU like <laughs> I love NIU. NIU was great to me, but yeah. like you, you bashing on like you know? yeah no and
1: i totally agree with that too i mean Gordon like north central i mean for the most part just a bunch of white kids um pavilions they pavilions you know people with money you know they go there people that can afford resources but i feel like at that point that that gave me like a motivational boost because it's just like my skills got me here yeah you know so there's something there but again it comes to like the whole the whole idea. You always compare yourself to other guys, you know. I mean, so it's just what's
0: gonna happen. And I think, so, moving forward, you know, the whole college thing. Now, now we're here. Um, do you think? Obviously, you don't have to answer it, you know, as directly as you want. But do you think you're in a path where, like, you kind of know what you're doing? You want the honest answer? Not really. Yeah, you're still
1: like. I'm, I feel like I'm still. But that's okay right it's okay enough (laughs) it's okay enough it's okay enough i'm still you know financially stable at the moment what i can afford i mean i got a car help my mom pay rent pay my bills you know and i still can go out and have fun you know um like i'm planning on leaving the current job that i'm at right now to do private lessons Mm. go back to teaching full-time that way I feel like it's more income, because it's by a half hour, so I'll probably be making a decent amount weekly, where I got paid at Mulatto bi-weekly, I'll probably be making the same thing, but a week, you know? Yeah, so what you would have gone for a whole paycheck, Exactly. Is, yeah, you would then, okay. I I feel like it'll, it'll balance out, so I'm, I'm planning on going that, I'm looking for internships,
0: the music oh i guess for for like for
1: like soundboard and stuff like that um my professor told me about the venue in downtown Aurora, so i'm gonna go check that out hopefully i feel like in a way like i'm trying to get myself on this path yeah and telling myself this is what i want to do i enjoy it it's fun it's the music that i enjoy you know but like i don't know there's there's always this self-doubt which is like
0: am i good enough you know I don't know, it's really hard. You ever, you ever had these dreams where you're like, you, you, I, I don't know, this is how I explain it. So you're in this dream and you you know you're in a dream, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like trying to accomplish something and this entire time you're just like self-doubting yourself and it's like, oh, or like, you're like not like sure, like you gotta go through door A or door B mm-hmm. and like. For some reason your 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 dreams just pauses and you're just there and then you're just like door A or door B and then you go through the door A and your whole fucking dream becomes a nightmare. Yeah. And then you end up back in the same place where like it's like just a it's a limbo. Yeah, I feel you. It's like a lot of times I feel like a lot of people get in a in a in a state of limbo where I think it's worse than being taking chances yeah i feel like being in a state of limbo is worse than taking a chance and failing i feel that's where where i
1: was mainly i mean i didn't get my motivation until law really pushed me to like inquire about places to play you know trying to perform because that's what i want to do like just gig here and there whatever happens happens with that obviously get paid for like the gigs um but i was always scared i never took the motivation and I was always in, in that in the state of mind again of, like, what if I did this, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I should do this if I should never pull the trigger until recently, you know? Um, it's just that lack of confidence at times. You know, like, some days I'm just like, yeah, I'm doing this, you know, this is fucking it. But then the other days it's just like, because it, it didn't work out or, like, you th- think about it more and it's just like, yeah, okay, maybe not, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. It's it's very weird. I feel like every field has its own difficulties. And I feel like I'm just very... Or exaggerating on my difficulties. Yeah. You know? But then again, it goes back to the thing like stability. You know? It's not a set job. You have to freelance. You have to take whatever jobs they offer you and they'll pay you, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. I think... Also, I feel like we... Also compare our, our stress levels to other people. Mm-hmm. You know, like like earlier I said, I see people go on vacations and like, to me they they feel like they're stress free or like they're living the life. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know what they they go through. That's true to make it to that vacation. You only see you only see a perfect life on what
1: they post. Yeah. Basically, you see the good life at the post. And
0: obviously, it goes back to social media. That social media has always been like the mm-hmm. main theme of this podcast. Where like, you know, people see what they want to see. And I just closed the app. Yeah. It's I, like... I, I totally agree. Or I just unfollow. I'm like, I don't want to see this shit. I don't want <laughs> to see the, the fucking, you know. The good life. The good life. I'm like, <laughs> I'll, I'll do my own good life. I, okay. I'll, I'll make my own memories. I don't want to remember the fact that you post this. But, um, yeah, no, like, I was, like, comparing my stress levels. Yeah. You know? At some point, my stress, like, like levels were off the roof. And, like, I will just, like, take, like, stress naps. And mm-hmm. I'll just take a nap and just like, like, uh, it'll work itself out while Exactly, sleeping. you know. And I'll sleep a lot then, bro. I was so fucking rested in college. I was like, Jesus Christ. But at times I was just like, if, um, if I played things right, I wouldn't be in the situation. But then I'm just like, I'm in this situation now. I might as well make the best of it. Yeah, or totally. or, or like, at least now I know where I went wrong. And for the next time, or for the next person that's going to be in my shoes, I can be like, maybe not. Yeah. Or at least listen to me before, before you, you know. I've been through that shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, I've been through it. Unless you still want to go through it, hear, hear me out. Like, um, but, like, you know, throughout, like, this year, you know, even, you know, the podcast, I was like, there was times where episodes just didn't do well. I'm just like, do I keep doing it? Like, do not people give a fuck? Like, um, I was just like, man, I just like talking. Yeah. I mean, at that point, just do it for your own enjoyment. Yeah. No. And and at that point, I'm just like, I, you know, don't look at how the Instagram posts are doing. I don't do how, like, the Twitter posts are doing. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I'm not my, that's why I have a social media manager, which is my girlfriend. Um, (laughs) Like, I just focus on making content and... Asking people if they want to be in the podcast. If they say no, it's like, oh, okay, well, I got a whole list of friends that I can Mm -hmm. ask. Um, And if it does well, like, it does well. If it doesn't, then I'm just like, well, what what did the content have that later on in future seasons or future Mm -hmm. episodes, maybe I won't talk about that. Or maybe I will talk less, talk more, go more in detail, find a better, you know. Each guest was amazing, but maybe find a, a well informed guests you know so like I don't know it's not like a video game where Does if I mean, die I start just, all over exactly like I got I got one life it's, you know it sounds it's search corny search destroy right now yeah search and destroy and the <laughs> motherfuckers are are round 12 and you're about to- <laughs> that's a that's a little nerdy um very let's, let's move to topics okay thankful season thankful season thanksgiving thanksgiving yeah. But, we're retail workers. You and me. What do you hate most about holiday shopping? A fucking. <sighs> Alright, so,
1: it, it is a fucking job that I have right now. People who are fucking impatient as hell. Impatience? Fucking impatient as customers, dude. Yeah. It's just like, you're helping a client. Like, you're clearly helping this person out. Yeah. You know, picking out whatever i swear to god they're like fucking piranhas dude like the moment you close the case and the person wants to check in to watch another watch the case these like freaking like five people around them they just look at you like trying like if y'all can see me like fucking gesturing they're like trying like trying to get my attention you know to help them it's just like give me one moment so helping this customer you know super freaking impatient and it's just like they just stare at you they just stare at you until you like freaking help them it's yeah it's like oh my god Hated so much. Impatient-ass customers. Um, Motherfuckers that shop on Thanksgiving. Bitches, stay at home, man. Why y'all call me at 6 p.m.? Annoying as fuck. We're gonna have terrible sales. <laughs> y'all swear like they're
0: special. They're like 10% more. <laughs> Seriously. There's like, not like buy one, get one free. Never. You know, like you're Never. not gonna do a buy one, get one free Movado watch.
1: Exactly. It's annoying. But... Yeah, those were the, those were probably my biggest pet peeves is impatient customers. It's just it's so annoying. Mm-hmm. It's just like have some patience. If you don't wanna wait, come back later.
0: I think the fact that we have to work at fucking butt fuck hours. Yeah. For people to come and return them like three weeks later oh, my it pisses me God. off. Like it's abs because that Movado, too, is just like, we don't have returns, we're only
1: exchanges. Yeah. So fuck those folks.
0: But they, they they argued, like, you
1: gotta give me my money
0: back. I'm like... Yeah,
1: I'm just like, well, it's only exchanges. And they're like, this is BS, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, well, it's on your receipt.
0: And it's on a sign when you <laughs>
1: That card. happened to
0: me today. So we're, we're recording on Sunday, by the way. This episode always drops on Wednesday, but we were recording on Sunday. Today is... The 10th. The 10th. So today I was working at, at, at my retail's job, 7 for All Mankind. And this old dude came in. But fuck in the morning, like right when we opened doors, and he's like, my wife bought this, I want my money back. I'm like, well, sir, uh, I mean, your receipt, it says, no refunds, we can do exchanges or store credit. There's two signs here, and in your receipt, it's like, well, I didn't buy it. I'm like, I understand that. <laughs> but, if your, if your wife bought it, she clearly, you know, this is where we, we, yeah. you, you purchased, she clearly saw both signs because they're in orange. And we gave her the receipt. Yeah. You saw how much the total jeans cost. Yeah. You obviously read to the bottom. Yeah. Saying that. And she's like, the dude was just,
1: you know. Veins popping fucking out. Fucking boomer. Yeah, you know."
0: She... And he was fucking about to blow up. And I was just like, I'm sorry that this uh, happened to you. Um, I can definitely help you find a better jean if you didn't like the style. I was like, did you like the style? He's like, no, I like it. It was just too long. I'm like, that's cool. Um, all our jeans are, you know, 34 length. It's for you to customize, go to, go to tailor. There's, it costs like 10 bucks to cut your jeans yeah. and get them hemmed. And you have the perfect jeans. You have, you know, they're stretchy. Exactly. It's for thick boys. Thick um, boy. <laughs> and you know, you're not a 30, you're maybe like a 30 point, like whatever. You can get to that 30 yeah. point, whatever. And you'd be fine. Like your wife paid $80 for these. You, you can spend another like 10, $10 to spend, get them hemmed. Exactly. And this dude was just fucking mind blown And he just walked away I was just like Dude people are just freaking stupid It's just It's so freaking It's just a consumer A consumer mindset It's You know I hate it Buy what you can get your hands on Yeah Um And People don't realize that The workers are people yeah, and they realize that like that's where I own the company, and I, I made the fucking policy. <laughs> I swear. Like I want to keep your money. Like yeah. no bitch, I didn't make money off your jeans. Exactly. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm making sure the store is on. You know, like the store's, like lights are on or whatever. Like I don't do that shit. Um, but no retail sucks. I hate it, dude. That's why I want to leave so bad. Yeah, even though I'm in in the in the, I love selling, I love talking to people, but retail, like man. And there's times where I loved it too, and right now I'm indifferent oh. with it, like oh, b- yeah. just because it's my second job and like I don't have any free time. Yeah, but Black Friday just turns people into like fucking zombies, to assholes, man. <laughs> God, assholes, damn. No, because like I-, I totally
1: get you with what you said. Like there's there's moments where I enjoy it. Amazing customers at times, you know. Co-workers are great, you know. Yeah, it's it's all fun and games until you get like those shitty ass customers who think. Your fucking privilege and didn't deserve everything that they need. Yeah. What they asked for. It's just like that's not how it works, man. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> but yeah, no, know those cool customers, they they really make it worthwhile. You actually enjoy your laughing, you know.
0: Nice how human beings Some can good vibes. Sometimes. Exactly.
1: You know? It's just like
0: damn. I'm like, awesome, you're here for a watch? Yeah, let's find you a perfect watch. Exactly. If we don't find you a perfect watch, we at least tried. You know, and they exactly. and they at least leave the doors happy. Exactly. Like they tried. Not like, oh, I'm going to give you guys a bad review on Yelp. I'm right, like, fuck you.
1: Yeah, we got a, remember one time we got a review on Google reviews. So, okay, <laughs> so get this. You know how mall security walks around? Yeah. You know? They're fucking useless. And then fucking, yeah, hell yeah. What the fuck is that <laughs> old ass dude going to do with like some motherfucking gold steel Victoria's seeker and run away, you know? What the fuck is he going to do with his cane, you know? <laughs> But, uh, okay, you you know how they make their fucking routes and, like, scan the bars? Yes, the window, you yeah, know? I've seen them. Okay, so I wasn't there to witness it, but one of my coworkers um, was helping this client, a couple, Hispanic, I think they were. Um, security guard walks by the window, and he puts a the camera there to scan it. It looks like he's taking a photo, right? Like, that's all you're seeing. I remember the first time they did that shit, I was like, why is he taking a photo? It's like, it's fucking weird. But they explained to me that you scan the thing. But, um, so anyways, the client saw them, saw a security guard, and apparently got offended. They bought their watches, and they complained to my co-worker, saying, you know, saying that you should let us know next time you call security on us, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, what the fuck? And she's just like, when was I going to call security? I never had the chance of you call security, and why would I call security? Like, I've been working with you this whole time. Exactly. <laughs> and... They left angry, road review about late like, the next week and saying like, Oh, like me and my husband went to go buy a watch. Um but we felt very uncomfortable, you know, like they called security on us and we just felt like we like just had to pay for the watch and like just leave the store and blah blah blah. And it's just like mother f what? <laughs> it's just like one, we don't give a fuck <laughs> if you steal. You steal, you steal. Well what the fuck are they gonna do, you know? We're not gonna call security, you're not gonna we're not gonna get our lives you know, put put on the line. Screw that. Yeah. You want this watch? Take it. <laughs> what the fuck? Shit. Like it's not all me. But yeah, it's just like that was funny, and it's just like quit being so fucking like paranoid. Like if you're paranoid that you must be doing something wrong. You know, <laughs> it's just like what the fuck? If I see your curfew guard, if I'm shopping, if I see the curfew guard come by walking, I'll be like, okay, like I know I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I I do I do get paranoid if a cop is following me. If a cop is following you, yeah, I used to, but not anymore. She was like, my license plate's good, my sticker's new, my lights are all fixed. Like, what the fuck is he going to do? Pull me over for driving 35 on 35? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my ass drives with speed limit when there's a cop behind me. She's like, okay, just like, like, slow down. <laughs> slow, down slow down. Stop
0: and fucking, I'm about to <laughs> have everyone behind you crash on but um Yeah, I mean, I feel like retail has definitely made me more humble. Oh my Yes Espe- Especially like When I go shopping Exactly When
1: I'm a consumer okay, I'm just like Hey I understand If I go to like Gap And it's like I see a sweater Motherfucker I'm gonna fold that shit back I'm fold it
0: back And put it back where I got At it At least I tried Exactly like, you know, It's just like, I, like I'm sorry But like <laughs> I'm actually like Just fucking toss it you Throw know? in the top And like Ah oh, they got it Or like um, I worked at the uh, You know The food business For a long time Like at uh, restaurants I understand If, if it gets busy you clean you know, up you, you clean up a little bit Or like You make sure like You take care of like You always tip If you're If, if you're following this podcast We, we tip our, our waiters We always tip even, even if they're Like horrible Just give them a dollar you you know? Give them something that, that at least Would let them know Like you fucked up, you fucked up. <laughs> um, at least they get money Yeah But Yeah I know Retail Food industry and it definitely made me more humble as a consumer, and it always goes back to if you at least worked retail, you understand. Hell yeah! Like, you're not the only customer that yelled at me today. Like, but you may be the last. You may be the last customer before you throw get these hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't start my my bad day, but you're gonna definitely oh, yeah. end it. Um, but yeah, man, you got anything else? Nah, man. I think it was that's basically all that you know. Came to mind,
1: especially with, like, confidence and shit. And then retail,
0: flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, no flashbacks. Um, I'm not ready for the season, but it is what it is. Ooh, this is the time of the podcast where I'm what give you the mic. Cool. What are you up to? Where can my, my followers find you? Congratulations on hitting 20K tweets. Oh, yeah. Dude, I hit that, like, six years ago. but
1: Damn, no, I tweet a lot. I mean... I I like Twitter but it's just like I feel like I just go on there just out of habit now. Leaps. Yeah, basically. It's like I don't tweet anymore, dude. It's just like I have been on the fence of deleting it again, like or delaying, deleting the app from my phone because it's just like I need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I mean speaking of Twitter, y'all can follow me if y'all want. My Bayeric IG handle, same thing. Keep y'all on the loop. If I get future performances, we'll let to see y'all come out and support. That's how we get paid so um and the mic back to
0: oscar yeah uh go follow the podcast at tql pod that's t-q-l-p-o-d uh that's on twitter uh, instagram go give this podcast episode five stars on apple podcast um because i want to get sponsored uh also shout out to big boss oaxaca use tql pod use code tql pod <laughs> uh and i don't know what the fuck he's gonna do but he might slap your neck with some yeah. the <laughs> Oh, God, he will. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, shout out to them. If you don't have a barber, uh, go to Big Boss. Um, also, follow me on Oscar underscore MC25 on Instagram. Oscar MC25 on Twitter. And, yeah, uh, whatever. I don't, know, I don't even know how many weeks are in November. I think there's maybe two or three more episodes. My um, plan is to once the The week of Black Friday and Thanksgiving will be the last episode, and then I'm gonna take a like a three week hiatus, uh, to work on season four, um, get a new color out, um, you know more topics, shit like that. But season four that will definitely begin like the new year, you know, New Year New Me type shit. Hell yeah! But um, again, thanks for uh, support. Make sure you go share this with your mom, your your grandma, your dad, your uncle, your stepdad, your stepmom. Your fucking neighbor, your dog. Just make sure these numbers go up. Your two baby mamas, you know. Two baby mamas, you know. Uh, But yeah, thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next week. Catch you later. Bye.